Lit Bank Business Accelerator with Cape Talk. Let us make your business more scalable, robust, and future-proof. Cape Talk and NetBank want to help you make your business more scalable, robust, and future-proof. It's the Feedback Week, and we certainly look forward to the week, and it's now here for us to enjoy, where we find out how some of those accelerators finalists have been doing. Now, as a business owner, your cash flow is often limited because of money outstanding from your debtors. I know you're shaking your head and you're even dropping it a little bit. You know the story, hey? Lack of liquidity. Well, with NetBank's debtor management solutions, we can release up to 80% of the cash locked into your debtor's book. An advance of these funds can help you to secure new business deals and grow your business, unlock your cash flow today, and start enjoying NetBank's business banking solutions. Email business at netbank.co.za. We're an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. T's and C's do apply. Pablo Fatidis, the man who taught Warren Buffett how to trade and how to spot a good deal, <laughs> joins you this morning. Hello, Pablo. Good morning. Always Kino. a pleasure. It's difficult finding new intros, but anyway. Uh, I'm terrified of that one. No, well, you know, the DM from Warren yesterday said it all. Now, uh, we're going to be chatting to Jared Stevenson, uh, owner of Dyes Irrigation and Landscaping. And a lot of people would think, you know what? A landscaping company is a landscaping company is a landscaping company, as an irrigation company is an irrigation company is an irrigation company. But it isn't. So. Talk to us about this business. No, it absolutely isn't. You know, the technology is changing so fast yeah. in that environment. When we originally featured Jared, he had a really clever Internet of Things irrigation system that would allow you through an app on your phone to control where you irrigate, when you irrigate your garden. It would give you a sense of where it's dry, where it's not dry. It would forecast the weather to tell you whether you should irrigate or not because of the potential of rain or no rain. And then guess what, Kino? There was no rain for two years. True story. So he really found himself in a tough position. He has pivoted. He went into water filtration because in the drought, the quality of the water was terrible. He had water knowledge. He had hydro expertise. And he has now built out a business that offers both those solutions with a very, very, I think, uh, lucrative future. Has he changed the title yet? Owner of Deezer Irrigation and Landscaping and Water Filtration. No, I'm joking. Jared, good having you on the show. Welcome. Thanks, Kina. Let's come in. So tell us about this business. So the pivot, right? So when you're moving from, you know, normal irrigation and landscaping, people going, sorry for you, I don't want to pay all that money because the city of Cape Town is going to, yeah, take advantage of me and take all the money I have if I try and use your system. Uh, explain the pivot and explain, you know, the, 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 the water filtration side of things and the benefit to the customer at the end of the day. Well, Tina, I realized that um, with a drought on our hands, no one was going to be installing irrigation systems. So it was going to be a boom or bust scenario. Yeah. So I quickly upskilled myself in filtration systems and partnered with a, a great bulk supplier um, who gave me a lot of information that I needed to install the correct filtration systems for my customers. And that ranged from rainwater supplies to boil supplies to well point supplies so that customers could then use their, their alternative water sources um, in their homes. 
Okay, so for example, I'm just like I said, I sink a borehole, and when you live where I live, then you don't only get salty water, you get brown salty water. So no need to paint your home, just put the irrigation system on, right? That's what it used to be. So this filtration system would take that borehole water and turn it into what? Potable water that I can drink or water that I can use to water the plants. But I would imagine borehole water I can use that for in any case. Well, um, Kina, I, I've, I've ranged my systems um, in two sort of scenarios. Yeah. One where I've um, um, correct the water to a point where it's safe for your plumbing, so it's not going to dissolve your copper pipes over, overnight, okay. and it's not safe to drink. Um, and then we go the whole hog and we make it um, safe to drink as well. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You're, in, you're based in Cape Town, I take it, eh? Yes, I am. Wonderful. Wonderful. Some of us have to come and visit you. Now, it, it, it sounds like a wonderful pivot. A lot of other people would have phoned the bank, cried, um, saying, listen, I'm going into debt review pretty soon. But Jarrett didn't do that. Jarrett pivoted, which means he you know, did a 90-degree turn and said, okay, I need to go in this direction now because that other direction isn't working out. So, Pablo, where to from here? You know, where to from here is the one word that he used. He said he upskilled himself. And the thing that's impressed me about Jared, you know, we first featured him about three years ago, Kino. Mm, mm. He has constantly, he's constantly learning. He has a capacity to take on new technology. He's, he has a technology bent in himself. I think there are two areas of opportunity over here. The first is to use clever pricing so that when there's a demand for the irrigation systems, which is coming back on now, he can spread that demand over a 12-month period, in other words, to remove the seasonality out of his business. For example, in the rainy season, when you don't need irrigation, let the price be low. In the dry season, when you do need irrigation, let the price be high. So when people place orders, they can have two price points, Mm. and he has got two periods of delivery. The next thing is, he's now got filters, he's got irrigation, he's got water harvesting. He has the mindset to build a service. And if you build a service, especially for, let's call it landlords, who have to maintain a certain look and feel around their buildings, if that service is cleverly built and it's sensibly built, he then has maintenance contracts using clever technology that he can service either virtually or Mm. face-to-face. I think he needs to go in that direction because he has that mindset. I absolutely love this. And once again, it just shows you a business that would look pretty simple, pretty mundane, pretty like everybody's doing it. It all depends on how you execute and you know how quickly you make decisions to change with the changing time. So well done there, Jarrett Stevenson. Uh, great having you on the show and, and uh, just amazing stuff. Looking forward to the next follow-up. Listen in when we showcase the next business owner on the Afternoon Drive show with John Matham, the NetBank Business Accelerator with Cape Talk. And Pablo, thank you very much. It is time.